Roachford there, Cairns, Triple M Bracky with Tammy and JB. Cairns History Book. Here's some real stories from right here in our region with Dr. Sandy. We love the fact that there's so many passionate North Queenslanders, but each and every week, Dr. Sandy educates us, brings us history of our great region to our show. Dr. Sandy, welcome back to our Brecky Show. Oh, thanks, guys. Good oh, to see you. Like the nice soothing feeling of the music and the soothing sounds of Dr. Sandy. What are we talking about this weekend? What what space? What time are we going back to? Well, we're going to talk about a specific hotel this week, mm. and uh, this week we're talking about one which started off as the Tramway Hotel. And the Tramway Hotel um, started in the second half of 1899 when it was was going to be a big hotel. There was an architect that drew up the drawings. It was then constructed and it was meant to be, and it has become one of the iconic hotels in Cairns. At the time it was hailed as a commodious hotel, merely 50 yards or a stone's throw away from the Tramway station. And it proved popular from the start with many of its parlours because it had a lot of rooms for, for men and women, uh, accommodation rooms upstairs and big verandas. And it had a big central bar in it which was circular and made from local beech and cedar. So it must have looked pretty specky. It was also advertised as, um, which was very racist, which we think is very racist, but they would have thought was an absolute catch cry, that it was the only place in town which had a uh, non-Chinese cook. So, so they advertised that back in the day. They did. And you've got to remember this is just before Federation and before the White Australia policy. Mm. So we, it's, it's the few months coming up to that. So they're really hammering that White Australia, the White Australia cook. So um, then it went into um, into the war years of the First World War. We had two women licensees and owners there, Catherine Wall and Mary Whitaker. And then in 1920, it was nearly blown away. Uh, There was a very big cyclone and it was really severely damaged. At that point, the McNamara family took it over and they, um, just after it had been uh, damaged, and then they refurbished it and rebadged it as the National Hotel. And hotels have this history of often being rebadged as a new name to restart it again. Um... Okay, so they had it right until about 1987. They sold it and then it was nearly literally blown up by the largest LPG gas explosion in Australia. Jeez, I remember that. Yes, I thought you might, Tammy. Some of this might, you know, you might be triggering something of this. So there was one person killed at that explosion and 27 injured. It was a terrible, terrible explosion. But it reopened again a couple of months later and was rebadged as what, Tammy? The Cape York Hotel. Oh, she got it in The one. corner of Bunda Street and Spence Street. Beautiful big hotel, that one. That's right. Is that right near, Diagonal right near Ken Central? To Ken yep. Central. Absolutely. I know the one. And so where the train station is, I assume, was the tram line. That's correct. Back in the day. That's correct. They called it the tramway line. So when was it changed the name to the Cape York? Because I thought that was a lot sooner, but it, obviously not. Uh, after the explosion, it was rebadged then as the Cape York right. Hotel when it reopened again. There you wow. go. So Crazy. rather than being blown away, it, you know, it was rebadged after it was nearly blown up. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I thought they Crazy. would have called it the LG, <laughs> LPG Hotel. Yeah. That's the LPG Hotel. The Big Gas Jeez. Hotel. Well, there and, you go. And it was, so it's been, it's been around for 114 years and um, it's reputed that it is haunted by a female ghost. Mm. But... I don't know if that's true, but if it is true, maybe we need to get that program, Wellington Paranormal, to have a look at it. Yeah, we'll get on to suss it out. Well, thank you so much. If you ever wonder where it came from, now you do. Dr Sandy Robb from the Cairns Museum and Historical Society. We'll chat to you again next week. Thanks, guys.